it's easy to get into the mindset of, I don't have time because I can't put an hour or three together all at once. But the truth is that even if you only have small chunks of time throughout your day, you can use them effectively to grow your business. Today, I'm chatting about some of my favorite ways to do just that so that you can move the needle with kids at home. Sound like something you need? Don't we all? Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mom of three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. Today, we're talking about efficient time use. And I know, I know, time management is one of the hardest things that we mamas have to deal with, especially as we try to grow a business too. And I think that one of the biggest shifts we make as mamas becoming business owners is recognizing that we don't have all of the time in the world to get things done. That means that when we do have time, we need to use it effectively. This past week, I spoke with a mama who is growing her online business. She said that the biggest issue she has is that she really has no idea what to do with those small pockets of time throughout her day. Like when she has five minutes here or 10 minutes there, or she's sitting in the carpool line. But most of the time it's when she is, you know, needing to be physically present with her kids, but she doesn't necessarily have to engage with them. So Knowing that, I thought, hey, why not chat about a few ways that you can use those small pockets of time so that you can move the needle in your business. But before we jump into that, and I do have seven ways I'm going to give you today that you can use that time. But before we do that, I do want to leave a little disclaimer here because no matter where you fall on the use of devices around your kids, there are things that you can do with the small bits of time you have in your day. So if you choose not to use your cell phone or your tablet around your kids, that's awesome. That's totally your prerogative. Grab a notebook and pen instead, because I'm definitely including a few things that you can do without a device. Personally, though, we just have a small out-of-the-way counter right next to our fridge that I use as a makeshift workspace. So I set my tablet or my phone there, and then I just stand there while I work so that when my kids need me, they know where to find me, and I can walk away and come back later. Plus, I can hear everything that's going on, so if something does go wrong, I am there, I'm present. You know what it looks like, right? Ultimately, though, I just want to let you know that you need to do you because this business that you're growing needs to fit with your values and be authentic to where you are and who you are. Agreed? Great. Let's jump in then. Okay. The first thing that you can do when you only have a small pocket of time is to create some ideas for cornerstone content. Now, cornerstone content is your big content that you're creating, your SEO type content within your business. All right. So that includes blogs, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos. So any one of those that you're creating within your business, 
I always recommend you have one. So if you don't have one, then we probably need to chat, but definitely something to consider if you don't have them. Either way, have a notebook handy or use the notes app on your phone and just add ideas to the list. What would you want to talk about? You could think about things that your ideal client is asking for or things that you know would be helpful to share with them and then just write them down or, you know, just put them into your notes app on your phone, whatever it is. And this might seem like a really simple thing to do, but when you do have a larger chunk of time, won't it be nice that you don't have to guess what topic to create content around? You'll be able to just sit down and get it done using that time wisely and not having to waste it. All right. So The first thing that you can do is to create ideas. Now I'm not saying create the whole content thing. I'm saying just write down some ideas for that cornerstone content. The second thing you can do is to outline existing ideas. So this could include just adding some ideas that you wanna include, like a couple of action points maybe, or even a story that's related to the topic at hand. Once again, though, this is just something that you can do on the fly. And then when you have the time to sit down and record that podcast episode or write that blog post or whatever it is, you won't have to do this work because you'll already know where that piece of content is going and you'll be ready to jump right in. The next thing that you could do, and this is one of my favorite things to do when I have a few minutes, is to do a little bit of keyword research. And this does not have to be complicated, so don't get all worried. I'm not asking you to do a whole big anything keyword research-wise. Ideally, though, a keyword is simply something that your avatar or ideal client is searching for. It can be a single word, a combination of words, or even a sentence. So actually doing the research piece can be done in many different ways, but... I like to start by searching Google for something related to my avatar's needs or wants. So let's say that your avatar or your ideal client, we can use that phrase or that term interchangeably, but your avatar comes to you for diet tips. All right. So that's what they're asking you for more often than not. So go ahead, go to Google and put diet tips in the search bar. When you do, you'll notice that Google completes that with a few more words. So you'll likely see a list that looks like diet tips for men, diet tips for women, diet tips for diabetics, diet tips and tricks, diet trips to tips. So that's a hard word to say over and over again, but diet tips to lower cholesterol. That's my little list that I got very quickly by just sticking that into Google. Okay. Each one of those are keywords. They are terms that people search for on Google around diet tips. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that comes up is going to apply to you and your avatar, but it gives you a good starting place to think about how some of them might make good content topics for you. You don't have to get too deep in the weeds on this. I mean, obviously you only have a few minutes that you're going to be looking, but if you do look for these when you just have that few minutes to spare, then they will be there for you when you actually have more time to create a piece of content around that topic. Okay? The next thing that you could do when you only have five minutes is to write a quick email to your subscribers. You know, the ones that want to hear from you. Don't overthink this. Just write from the heart or share something that you've recently created that would be of value to them. If your email provider allows you access from your phone, then go ahead and create it directly in there. But if not, just go ahead and create the text for your email in the notes app on your phone or maybe on a piece of paper, and then you can copy and paste it when you get back to your 
to your computer. All right. So once again, it's something that can move the needle because we know that when we're engaging with our ideal clients through our email provider, then they are going to be more likely to become paying clients in the future. But this is also something that's not going to take up much of your time, right? It's going to take five minutes maybe to write that quick email. And if you only have that five minutes, you're a lot less likely to waste that time by overthinking it. Remember that your subscriber wants to hear from you because you are you. So just be you. All right. Easy peasy. That brings us to the fifth thing that you can do with a short period of time. And that comes down to categorizing your transactions within your bookkeeping software. And I'm pretty sure I heard you roll your eyes because nobody likes categorizing transactions, but it is something that needs to be done within your business if you aren't hiring a bookkeeper or an accountant. So something to consider doing with those short periods of time so that you don't have to waste the larger piece of time when you could be really creative or come up with content or do something else that requires your brain, right? In my case, I use Wave apps, which allows me to see all of my transactions, both on my desktop browser and through their app on my phone. Each transaction that comes into that program from my bank account, it's all linked to my bank account, each transaction has to be approved, okay? So once it's in Wave apps, it has to be approved by me as an expense, as you know, whatever category it belongs in, all right? And Knowing that, I can just take a couple minutes, open that app on my phone and start categorizing those transactions. Then I'm, like I said, not wasting valuable time when I do get to my computer and I have stuff that I need to get done that actually moves the needle as far as getting clients and that type of thing. So that's another thing to consider. Also, if you are wondering how to run a business when it comes to the financial end of things, I highly recommend going back and listening to episode 42 all about this topic. The next thing, the sixth thing that you can do is to clear out your inbox. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard to get back to ground zero. So take a moment and clear out those junk emails, archive the emails that you don't need anymore or you've already taken care of and consider responding to anything that will only take a moment. A lot of times the emails in our inbox really do just take a moment to respond to you and then they go away because we don't have to deal with it anymore. But when you have that inbox full of all these things that need to be addressed, it can feel overwhelming and it can make you not want to go there and not want to get that done. So might as well do it with just a few minutes you have on hand. Another thing you might consider is to snooze emails that you don't need to deal with immediately so that they can come back to your inbox when you do have time to deal with them. On my phone, I can just swipe the email to the right. And it allows me to set it a reminder, which if I say, hey, I don't want to see this again until Monday at 8 a.m., I don't see that email in my inbox again until Monday at 8 a.m. So I definitely find that process super helpful when it comes to keeping down the overwhelm of all the things that are pressing for my attention. Alrighty, the final thing I'd like to suggest today is to use this five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever small chunk of time you have to add internal links to your current content. So An internal link is a link from one piece of content on your website to another, okay? And this could be on any piece of content. So you could consider this for blogs, you can consider this for podcasts or even for YouTube videos, okay? So I'll talk about that in a second. But these links help your SEO, all right? They also encourage your ideal clients to consume more of your content, which increases the likelihood that they will become an email subscriber or a paying client. 
So let's say, for example, that you just created a blog post all about dieting while on vacation. Let's stick with that dieting thing, all right? But you also know that you have a post about dieting while camping. Do people actually do that? I have no idea. But within each of those posts, you could choose to link to the other one. Now, when you do that, you increase the value of that post. So that makes Google happy because obviously you're providing more value than just the text you had on that single post. You're also allowing that person that lands on that post to go somewhere else, all right? So when someone comes across your dieting while camping post, they also can check out your dieting on vacation post for some more information and that goes both ways. So it keeps people on your website, it keeps people engaging with content you've created and it makes Google happy, which means more people are gonna land on your website, be happy about the content you've created and want to work with you, all right? So you can do this in, like I said, your blogs on your website, but you can also do the same in your show notes for your podcast or your YouTube content as well, if that's applicable. So just start adding some links where they belong, right? But definitely a good thing to do if you only have a few minutes of time and you can access those programs, whether that's your website or your you know, show notes for something or whatever it is from your phone or your tablet or whatever else you're using. Alrighty, so quick recap. Seven things that you can do when you only have a short period of time. They include, number one, create ideas for cornerstone content. Number two, outline existing ideas for your cornerstone content. Three, search for keywords using Google. Very easy to do. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about keyword research in a future episode, so stay tuned for that. But just do the easy, looking at Google, looking for some of those keywords so that you have some ideas for topics in the future, okay? Number four, write an email to your subscribers. Remember, they wanna hear from you. They signed up to hear from you. So give them something from you and don't overthink it. Number five, categorize your bookkeeping transactions. Number six, clear your inbox. And number seven, add links to existing content. Alrighty, mama, that brings us to the action part of this episode. And we know action is where dreams turn into reality. And today's action step is this. I want you to really think about these things. And the next time that you have five minutes, instead of scrolling social media or wandering aimlessly around your house wondering what to do next, I'm known for that, but instead of doing those things, use one of these ideas so that you can move the needle forward in your business. Those little chunks of time add up quickly to big results, so don't underestimate them, okay? I'd love to know which one of these five-minute growth strategies you plan to use. So DM me on Instagram, I'm at Sarah L. Brumley, and let me know so that I can cheer you on throughout the process, because mama, I am cheering you on. Have an amazing day, and I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.